Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Two is true and, and one was religious was religious propaganda that you've believed for 400 years. It was 700 years, actually. You've been mugged off by the same dross that some peasant was fed in the 17th century. I reckon he had a hot poker up his arse and he died with no one looking. And Michael reads the first two sentences and is like, that can go in the quiz. I'm sure no one will look any deeper into that. Welcome to GOATS, greatest podcast within the simulation. You're listening to episode 30. Now, if you're thinking, 30? Holy shit, where do all the other numbers go? Either you've only just been turned on in the new simulation update, or clearly you've not listened to the previous 29 episodes, in which case you'd better get into the back catalogue. But anyways, how are you both? How's the simulation been for you guys recently? Simulation's been good, mate. I uh, had a great weekend of watching the Titans of Bristol Rovers take on the Giants of Plymouth Argyle at the Mem. That was a good game, actually. Uh, two all in the end. Joe, Joey Barm let the fucking fourth have it. <laughs> he was fucking screaming out of the entire match. Oh, fucking fourth. He's a cunt. Anyway, yeah, it was, it was good. Hang on, is Joey Barton the manager of Bristol? Yep, yep, yep. I was like right next to him the entire game. Really? That's mad. Yeah. I tried to stub my cigarette out it's on his eye. It's mental that he played for Napoli. It's it's insane. He played for Napoli. Was it Napoli? Yeah, Marseille. Oh, Marseille. Sorry, Marseille. Oh, Marseille. Yeah. He the played for Manchester. He also played for Man City, Newcastle yeah. United, QPR, and then Marseille, who are quite a good team. Yeah, but they What's are he doing French. in Marseille? And then Burnley Rangers back to Burnley. Back to it's Burnley. like that. Fucking, it's like that fucking Ronaldo quote where it's like <laughs> Queens Park Rangers. Marseille, Burnley, Rangers, and now back to Burnley. Because <laughs> you know, there's that bit where he's like, now back. No, it's like, now Man United again. Oh, I don't know, I've ruined it. But, you, you fucked know. it. <laughs> How was your weekend, Sebi? Yeah, it was... I don't know if it happened. I told you about that guy's knee that broke. Yeah. Um, Weekend, what did we do? Didn't do much, to be honest with you. Just, oh, mate, what did happen? This wasn't too bad, but it did frighten me a little bit. Was, as you know, Michael, I've got bar end mirrors on my motorbike. Mm. And my throttle 
got caught on the bar and mirror and just got stuck on Max while I was oh. going down the jewelry. That that <laughs> that got me a little bit, but I managed to sort that out in the end. I just took one of the mirrors off. No, no, it didn't. No, it didn't work. Mate, it was oh. it was like a full trip. It was a fucking ball eight. How did that happen? Because I, I swear, I mean, I fit those mirrors, didn't I? And they fit all right, didn't they? I don't know what happened, oh, but right. it went wrong. <laughs> and I had to take one of them. It was it was fucking scary, right? Oh, but it was pretty underwhelming. Other than that, I found out Kim Kardashian is taking diabetic pills to try and make herself skinny. Allegedly, cool. that's terrifying. What a world we live in. She's literally giving herself the symptoms of late stage diabetes because one of those symptoms is rapid weight loss. Where's Craig? Oh shit, Craig. Craig. Oh fuck, we need to invite Craig. Let's get Craig in. Completely forgot about Craig. Yeah. If we actually leave this in the episode, this will be the first that the like regular listeners have heard of Craig. Does someone want to explain who Craig is? Yeah, Craig is our friend actually. He is lower than average height. I think it's about what you're about foot five foot three, Craig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, Five he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's a uh, he's a very old friend of Vinny's. Realms back from the land of Zimbabwe. He's not my friend. What? He's your friend. He's not. I don't. He's not my friend. I fucking hate him. I don't know him. At I only, all ha- I only like him because he hangs out with you. I, only I don't like, like him. him at all. Well, Craig, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we need him because <laughs> Craig. Craig is he uh, he's got a very up, special yeah. talent. He he does those things, you know, in courtrooms where they just like listen and type on them like they're not even typewriters either. Like he does the minutes. He does like, he does the minutes. Yeah, so he listens to this whole shit in case the recording dies and he just types it all up so that we can just like reread the script all over again and it's all safe. Yeah. Cuz of what happened with the uh was it the Godzilla greatest episode? Movie, greatest movie monster. Yeah, Fuck after me. that yep. facade well, I thought it was Vinny's mate, but anyway, Craig then joined the Goats crew. He's technically, technically the fourth member of of Goats. He's after the fourth me, Beatle. Vinny. He's Ringer. He's Craig George Martin, the Ringo fourth Beatle. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, should we get into this one? Yes. Yeah. Why not, mate? So, the year is two thousand and four, and Hitman Contracts has come out on PlayStation Two. Now, I played the shit out of that game. Taking guys out silently with fiber wire, popping headshots from long range with a sniper rifle, or taking the clothes of a chef and walking in all sneaky with a kitchen knife, which is, like, obviously it's not suspicious. Do you know what I mean? Like, having no, a knife. Because you're a fucking chef, innit? Yeah, exactly. Mm, mm. You walk in and you just, bam, stab the target in the neck. In fact, I played that game so much... That when the school teacher asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I said I wanted to be a hired assassin. And for the next three years, I was constantly under examination by psychiatrists to determine whether I was or was not, in fact, a sociopath. Their results? Autism. Inconclusive. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... This week, we are going to be tapping into a little bit of the imagination of a young mortal and trying to crown the GOAT political assassination. (laughs) Hit marker noise. Yeah, hit markers 420, Snoop Dogg. (laughs) So who is going first? I will. Seb will. Seb will. I feel like I might need to apologise a little bit. Because 
I have taken the obvious answer. And I'm not, this isn't leading up to something. I'm not about to say the obvious answer is fucking Dumbledore. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I actually just is straight up the most obvious answer. And I feel like even saying that now, there's some of you, maybe both of you, and people at home who are thinking this is still leading up to a switcher. It honestly is not. I've just done the most obvious one. Okay. So hang on. If it's not the one I'm thinking of then, then you haven't picked the most obvious one and you're disqualified. Do you reckon? Should we do that? Um, is that like yeah, a fun right. little twist on it? Yeah, yeah, let's disqualify him if it's not no, the right no, one. No, fuck off. No, no, <laughs> So no, no, if it's no. so obvious, it's got to be the first one I'm thinking of. So I've got a, I've got a political assassination in my brain right now. It's if it's Snape, not that, Snape you're disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so has the wand descended from his... No. <laughs> it was just his boner. But no. No, but the assassination I've chosen is without shadow of a doubt one of the most influential single acts of violence in the last hundred years. Without a shadow of a doubt, I, I mean that truly. It is not just an important assassination, it's an important event. I'm going to use that word that I always use, it's iconic. It is genuinely one of the most globally recognised events in history, without a doubt. Okay, well let's hope it's the right one, otherwise... The death toll is just but one, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just gonna I'm gonna start reading and you see if you can guess what guess where I'm did going. Did it take one. place in Texas? Dallas, Texas, baby. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <laughs> it's obvious. It's the obvious choice. It's the obvious choice. It truly is. But that is what I'm doing. At twelve twenty nine, on November the twenty second, nineteen sixty three, two shots travelled down Elm Street in Dallas, Texas, at rapid pace. They whistled along. Like a bullet, almost. Like a bullet. Yes. <laughs> Can I just say already, you're off the hook, Seb. You won't be disqualified this episode. Well done. That is the one that you were thinking of. Yes. <laughs> it's, the, it's the assassination of all it's assassinations. It's the obvious it's, one. It's, the, it's like being like, who's the, who's the greatest pop star? Michael Jackson? Like, it's, it's just the most obvious choice. Biggie Bob, obviously. You fucking what, mate? <laughs> fucking Justin Bieber, son. Yeah, you heard of Justin Bieber? <laughs> if you heard of Taylor Swift, Michael needs to get his little Taylor Swift moment in for oh, this yeah. I honestly, I don't know where the Taylor Swift shit comes from. You just really like Taylor Swift. Really I fucking hate Taylor Swift. <laughs> she just says how you feel, mate, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Do you know what? That album, what's it called? Folklore. I no, quite liked it. I, I actually quite liked it. It was I our second it. most recent album. I think I gave it a four out of ten. Yeah. Anyway... Rewind the tape, right? <laughs> at twelve twenty, <laughs> at twelve twenty nine, on November the twenty second, nineteen sixty three, two shots were fired that travelled down Elm Street. They flew at a rapid pace, almost like bullets. <laughs> they. <laughs> that was my joke. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> striking the back, <laughs> striking the back, and then the head. Of one of the most important men on the planet. Arguably the most important man on the planet at the time. Probably the most. The 35th president of the United States, John F. Kennedy. Now, the first shot went in through his back and exited through his throat. The second hit him in the back right-hand side of his head, blowing his brains out through the front of his face. I can confirm, I've seen the video, it's fucking horrendous. Didn't think it'd be that clear. Shot in 1963, <laughs> but you can really see the brains. 
So in the moment that John F. Kennedy's brains blew out the front of his right eyeball and onto the front seat of the car, the world changed forever. John F. Kennedy died and the world changed forever. Now, I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of the actual assassination because greater minds than I have debated that for the last 60 years. Mm. And I'm not sure any of us three are going to get to the bottom of it. Well, I heard that it didn't really happen. I heard that too. Like, the basically the bullet curved. And like, unless yeah. it's fucking Matey Boy from Wanted, it's impossible. Well, maybe it was Matey Boy from Wanted. But anyway, here's the, the basics of what you need to know. And then I'm going to crack on. The murder itself, obviously, as most of you know, was attributed to Lee Harvey Oswald the supposed or the presumed sniper who killed John Mm. F. Kennedy, who was himself killed two days later by a member of the public and therefore never stood trial. That's one of the big reasons people point to it, go like, oh, what happened? Because we we was never able to get his testimony. We were never able to hear his side of the story. There's also been a lot of debates about the number of shots people heard fired, early reports coming through the phones of the people also in the motorcade talked about shots coming from what has now become an iconic term the grassy knoll on the side of the road which is like a small hill people talk about hearing automatic gunfire like fully automatic gunfire which obviously would go very much against the idea of a sniper also the woman with the umbrella also the woman with the umbrella there's all of this stuff there's just the umbrella who knows who knows all right but like i said those differences and theories on them on what happened, will never stop coming or changing. But what's important about this case, for me, is not what happened in that moment, but what changed as a result of it. That's what makes this the most significant political assassination of all time. Now, for those of you who don't know, John F. Kennedy was America's youngest, and at the time, most liberal and generally coolest president. He was almost like a celebrity. He was way, way cooler than, like, your kind of standard crusty old men who come to power. He wore Ray-Bans, he wore cool suits, he hung out with celebrities like Bing Crosby and Marilyn Monroe. Like, he was a fucking... He was like a cool dad. Like, he was the cool president. He was still, like, in his 40s, which is mad to think that he was the cool young president at that age. But then celebrities were a little bit older at that time. Like, Frank Sinatra was, like, in his 50s when he was at the height of his, like, smooth, cool, hanging out, like... But the point is, he was considered really cool and very, very liberal for the time. Most notably, he was an enormous supporter of the American Civil Rights Movement, aka the drive to get equal rights for non-white Americans and to bring an end to racial segregation. Obviously, a really good thing. Mm. However, those ideas were really polarising at the time. And while they got him a lot of support from black Americans and younger, more liberal white Americans... They got him a lot of haters, like the old conservative guard of American politics fucking hated John F. Kennedy. And a lot of people think he came in on like a landslide. He didn't. It was quite tight. And his whole time in power, he actually struggled a lot to get through the more liberal laws that he wanted to pass because he didn't have the majority in the House of Representatives and in the Senate that he wanted. He was very charismatic. And he was one of those people who was admired on all sides for being like, What's that word people use? Like, moral compass. People admired his moral compass, Mm. his values. They thought he was, like, doing things for the right reasons, but they might not agree with his politics. And in fact, a lot of them didn't. And 
Kennedy desperately wanted to pass the Civil Rights Act in his time in office. But what a lot of people don't realise is 1963, when he was assassinated, he was actually coming up for his second term. He was pushing for re-election and he'd actually started to put a lot of his civil rights push on the back burner because he felt that if he pushed too hard coming up for re-election, it would affect his chances of being re-elected president Mm. and he therefore wouldn't be able to put those ideas forward in the future. So he basically thought, if I keep going, these racist fucks are going to never vote for me. So I'll stop for a bit, wait for them to vote for me and then sort of sneak attack it, try and get it through Congress. Mm. But even then, a lot of people think that if that sneak attack had gone through, there would have had to been a lot of concessions on the bill because he wouldn't have had a very high majority and the opposition senators would have been like, well, can you take the bit out where they can drink from the same fountains? Like, I'll give them the money, I'll give them, but I don't want that bit. I don't want yeah, that bit. Yeah. And like, that's what happens in these bills, a big negotiation. And so a lot of people think that if he had lived racial segregation might not have ended until the 70s or even 80s like in full he probably would have got bits of it through but it would have been a slow change because he would have had to negotiate however he wasn't there to negotiate because he was shot the fuck up he was dead Mm -hmm. and vice president lyndon b johnson then became president lyndon b johnson and was able to push through the american civil rights act on july 2nd 1964 in his memory, he basically said, do it in the memory of John F. Kennedy, the greatest president we've ever had, the man who gave his life for this cause. Do it because it's what he thought that was the right thing to do. And if you consider John F. Kennedy to be the man that you think he is, you should vote for this bill. Mm. I'd vote for that bill. Exactly. You, you would. You would. And it was voted for in an almost complete majority. And they made almost no concessions to the bill. And as a result, it was this groundbreaking change to American civil rights where they were no longer able to discriminate on race, religion, the colour of someone's skin or their gender and on how much people were paid, what they had access to, including schools and stuff like that. Like it would completely open the floodgates in this like what they thought was going to be a slow change suddenly became this like snap change, this snap decision you were suddenly no longer allowed to racially segregate. And that's obviously unbelievable. And the knock-on effect that had worldwide, forcing other countries to then look at their own civil rights and putting pressure on places like South Africa and places like that. Like, if America changes, it does force the rest of the Western world to change with it. The second thing that forever changed was the Cold War. JFK was obviously president at the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis, widely regarded as the closest we've ever come to nuclear annihilation. Mm -hmm. Like, we're talking like fucking hours on a good day, minutes if you're less optimistic. It was fucking well close. But obviously, he went through the Cuban Missile Crisis, which famously ended through diplomatic negotiation. Mm -hmm. And not through mutual destruction but this idea of like let's fucking talk it out boys we don't actually all want to be blown to pieces in a nuclear holocaust wow when he ended that standoff through that negotiation it changed his view on politics outwardly in fact he then went and met with his russian counterpart nikita khrushchev and was actually in the process of thawing out the cold war before he was assassinated he was like fuck this it's not worth it that was terrifying we nearly all died I don't want to be the guy who presses that button. Mm. He actually started to make, again, very liberal decisions to go and try and speak to the Russians or the USSR at the time and, and bring things down. In fact, 
as well as meeting Nikita Khrushchev, something that a lot of people don't know about. I didn't know about until I started re- reading this. And I think it's something that Americans don't want to talk about because they think it affects their memory of him. Because actually, this isn't a very American thing to, to do. He even floated the idea of a joint American and USSR space program, saying, why should man's first flight to the moon be a matter of national competition? Wow. Wow. Like He was like, let's just fucking do it together. Like, let's just yeah. pump the brakes, stop all this crazy shit. And he then made speech after speech saying, only America and the USSR together could stop the nuclear threat. And had he not died, I think... Truly, and I think hist- I've read historians saying the same thing. The Berlin Wall may have fallen decades earlier, and our parents might not have been raised in this threat of nuclear terror. But because when Lyndon B. Johnson came in, he had to go like, as I'll talk about further in a minute, he went like full force gun ho, fuck the Soviets, fuck communism, and it really escalated things again to like a new all time high. On the subject of that, I'm just going to. Uh, rattle through this quite quickly because i'm running a bit yeah, long time but <laughs> on top of this a lot of people think that this diplomatic negotiation tactic would have changed the war in vietnam another thing people don't know is that he was actually in the process of removing troops from vietnam while he, before he was assassinated however after he died lyndon b johnson went doubled the fuck down sent loads more troops out and bombed the fuck out of north vietnam and covered it in agent orange and as a result, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of women, children, and men needlessly died. So, good and bad. I was going to say. Massive results. Yeah, there's quite massive a lot of results bad stuff at the end there of this. From the assassination that don't help your point. But I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying it's the biggest. Yeah. It's the most significant. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm not saying yeah, it's yeah, the goodest yeah. of all time. I'm saying it's greatest Just in terms most, of. It's... Had the biggest, yeah, impact on yeah, the world. Yeah, it's the most impact. Good impactful. or bad, doesn't matter. Yeah. Sick. Cool. And I, I'm just going to finish off with this. I truly believe that if Lee Harvey Oswald slash the mob slash the Illuminati slash George Bush no, slash, George Bush. slash Harambe <laughs> had not shot and killed <laughs> President John F. Kennedy, the world would be unimaginably different. Mm. America would probably have gone very liberal and then taken some terrifying swing to the right, electing a businessman or an actor or a sex offender to the White House. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> the Berlin Wall... <laughs> would have fallen, allowing the redistribution of oil wealth back to a select few oligarchs, allowing for a radical nationalist leader to rise up in the inevitable power vacuum, eventually leading to tensions again, the annexation of Crimea uh, and the invasion of one of our allies. Oh, wait. Can you imagine such a terrifying (laughs) world? Everything could have been different. But seriously, the world was utterly and is, is utterly still rattled by the assassination of JFK. And my last point I want to say is this. There is no better piece of evidence than the enormous amount of conspiracies about his death. Because part of a conspiracy is something called probability bias. Proportionality bias. And that is this idea that big consequences, consequences that change everything, must have big actions. The idea that this unbelievably cataclysmic event was caused by one man who just took a pot shot is terrifying. So people want to believe that this world-rattling event was caused by the government or the mob or the Illuminati because it's so significant. It's proof of how significant it is that people are so desperate to find a reason that isn't just a nutcase with a gun. Because it seems unbelievable that this event that changed civil rights, the Cold War, the Vietnam War, and countless... American politics has been changed forever. 
people have been given office purely from knowing John F. Kennedy. And if he hadn't have died, he wouldn't have had that hero worship status that's allowed that change. And the proof of that significance is that people are looking for a bigger reason than Lee Harvey Oswald, a nutcase with a gun, took a pot shot. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And that's how big it is. People are desperate to find another way. It's like the opposite of the butterfly effect, isn't it? Yeah. Like a butterfly flaps its wings in like Africa and a fucking hurricane hits America. You don't just accept that there's like something really insignificant happening, creating a big change. Like you can't, you can't accept that. Well, it can't have come from something so small. It has to be something bigger than that. And I, as I truly believe that, and this is my last point, that the reaction and the obsession with the conspiracies is proof that it is the most politically significant assassination of all time. I truly believe that because otherwise people wouldn't be so obsessed with finding a bigger cause. Very good, Seb. But you did forget one very important detail. What's that? That you should know, because I told it to you recently about the JFK. Oh, jet fuel. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. No. About how Meatloaf met JFK on the day of his assassination. Oh, don't give a shit. That's going to help your cause. If you don't give a shit, then... Fucking meatload can suck You don't a give dick. a shit. <laughs> Wait, meatload. Did he actually? Yeah. How old was he? Was he a kid? He was like 17, yeah. He was like driving around and he like pulled up next to the car or whatever and was like, Yo, it's JFK, son. And was like, I. And then they heard he was shot like a couple hours later. So they drove to the hospital being like, What the fuck? We literally just seen him like by himself like recently. And they drove to the hospital entrance to wait for them to come in and then they saw them coming in. That's fast. And his wife, because his wife like wore the same dress or whatever for like three days or some shit, didn't she? Like, yeah, she's just like brains. covered in brains. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. There's, yeah. There's that crazy thing where isn't it like Mark Mark Chapman met John Lennon on the day that uh, John Lennon was assassinated? Is he the assassin? Of... Yeah, he he is. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> that is mad. That's so. Weird. When I read that, it properly threw me through a spin. I was like, what? But he, what? But he assassinated him. <laughs> of course he met him. I don't understand. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a Christmas joke. But yeah, fucking JFK, mate. You did. You you went for the uh, the obvious answer. You went, like, straight as an arrow. Maybe a bit boring, some might say. Boo, boring. Just trying to play devil's advocate here, Sam. Just trying to play devil's advocate. <laughs> but I do actually really like that assassination because... It's a good one. It's one of the good ones. It's a ones. good one. It's one of the good ones. <laughs> it's the one. It's one of the ones that gets him half chance. Mate, it's 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 a good video. <laughs> it is a How good video. How many wanks have you had to that video? <laughs> None. And this assassination involves meatloaf. Yeah, so that's well, that's a bonus, well. I guess. Yeah. Although you said you don't give a shit, so minus one. I point. don't care about meatloaf. He's a sack of shit. <laughs> He's a dead sack of shit with bitch tits. He's a COVID conspiracy <laughs> nutcase. <laughs> He made one good album and he didn't even produce that. Two and a half good albums. <laughs> he made at least one and a half good albums. <laughs> um, no, that was six, Seb. That was, that was really, really good. I love that. Now, I've got a little game, a little middle game. Mm-hmm. We're going to play... Does it have porn stars in? No. What we're going to do, we are playing a classic. It's it, true or false. So, I have six assassinations three are real they actually happened in real life to somebody yeah. mm-hmm. somebody was assassinated fuck assassined assassinated assassined 
Nope. Assassinated. Three of them, three of them I made up. So, Seb, you went first. Vinny, you can go first this time. Okay. A man was once assassinated when a killer stabbed him in the back with a knife made of ice. This was the inspiration for the theory that if you stab someone with a knife made of ice, you can get away with it. <laughs> the oh, inspiration it, for it, it obviously melts. Yeah, so you, there's that's, no evidence. That's quite funny. Yeah, that's interesting. You've never heard of that. Never heard of that. I've heard of this theory of getting blood that's the same blood type as the person you're killing, and then stabbing them with a knife made of their own frozen blood, and then when Ridiculous. it thaws out, there's no, there's no, evidence. there's no evidence. Yeah. <laughs> Except this big pool of blood that hasn't got their DNA. In it. <laughs> it was gas, yeah, this dead body. <laughs> no, that the ice knife thing is because there'll be no like murder weapons. There'll be nothing to trace you. No fingerprints trace you to the murder. So yeah, no, I it was all it inspired out. by this this assassination that happened. Yeah, Vinny, do you get it though? Because like the ice and it melts. And... Is that <laughs> going in your brain, Vinny? <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say true. Sounds cool cool to be true it was in fact false ah. i made it up <sighs> the ice knife thing is real but i just made up that it actually really happened and i did quite a lot of googling to see if it was real and i accidentally made up something that was real couldn't find anything so false was saying there cool. so Vinny, minus 10 cool. points because we're doing crazy points this week shit seb crazy points crazy points this week seb it's your go Okay. So, a man was walking across a bridge in London when he felt... And he was stabbed a shot by an umbrella. With a brick of ice. <laughs> he was stabbed by an umbrella, yeah. Really? Yeah, he was stabbed. He was like, oh, what the fuck was that? And he turned around and there was a geezer with an umbrella. And he was like, yo, what's that going on? Anyway, he went on and did his job that day, like, I don't know where he does. And then, um... Yeah, turned out that he was stabbed. The guy with the umbrella, like, uh, fucking that one they use in Breaking Bad, Ricin, killed him. No way. Stabbed by an umbrella. Well, I mean, might be no way, but true or false, what do you reckon? It's true, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it is true. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're a bastard. How have you heard of these, Seb? It's my fucking job! God damn it, I forgot about that. <laughs> Sorry, I sh- it was rude of me to buy and I apologise. Right, you're going to have to pretend like you don't know these, Sebby. Minus five points, so you're only minus five points out of here. This is absolutely disgraceful. I do feel bad, I shouldn't have butted in. That was arrogant of me, I was showing off because I knew about it. Right, audience, if you, how many minus points should Seb have got for that answer? <laughs> Comment below. Vinny, over to you, mate. How many minus points should Seb have got for knowing the answer? So, Vinny. Yeah? A man was killed. A lot of these go in the same direction in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. a man was killed, <laughs> right? A man, or a woman, someone was killed. This was, like, ages ago, right? He was knighted, and um, so, he was... So it was a he. Yeah, he was having a party. He invites a load of geezers around for this party. But one of them came dressed as a bear, apparently. And he chopped his head off with an axe. And it's what? famous for being... He was the man killed by an axe-wielding bear. But it wasn't actually a real bear. It was a bloke dressed as a bear. But everyone thought he was actually killed by a bear that was wielding oh, an axe. Sorry, I thought you meant the guy came dressed as a bear. And he was like, ah, a bear. So he chopped the bear's head off. And I was like, ah, no, that's, no, that's no, a real no, person. No. Um, true or false, Vinny? Uh, you know what? I'm in a good mood. I'll say true. That is correct. It was true. No way. Yeah, some fella, his name is George Genatish. He was a preacher and a politician during Switzerland's 30-year war. He was assassinated in 1639, so it was, like, bare time ago. Bare time. <laughs> and, but, um, um, yeah, apparently he asked a group of people to come along to this carnival. Um, leader was dressed as a bear. They said, yeah, sure, chopped, chopped him off with an axe. Killed him, killed his ass. Nice. Sebi, you'll go. Yes. How many points did I get? Uh, what were you on? Minus, Minus 10, because you got one wrong. So now you're on 25. You got uh, 35 points that time, so you're on 25 Yay. points. <laughs> Hang on, what? So I got minus 5 for getting it right, and Vinny gets <laughs> plus... 35. 35 for I told it you right. it's crazy points week this Ooh. week. <laughs> but Seb, you're going to have to try and... Fucking bullshit. S- let's see is. how many points this mate, one's You're going to have to work hard. Bit of elbow grease, mate. <laughs> I literally knew the answer before he said it. <laughs> Seb. Yes. Someone, this one is a woman, not a man. A woman. Was killed. They were assassinated. <laughs> Where? But kind of by accident. So... The assassin was the target was the this woman and the assassin was Menakilla. He had a plan; he was going to poison her. He took her out for dinner. While during dinner, he was like, "Yo, she fit. Do like, <laughs> I'm gonna kill her. I'm gonna swoon her." So he takes her back to the hotel room, 
They end up getting freaking, getting it on. And she fucking dies while they're having sex. And he realises, oh shit, like he did actually, like he did actually do the poison thing before he realised he wasn't going to kill her. So she died while they were having sex, but because he botched the assassination so badly, he got caught because now there's just a dead body in a hotel room rather than her like stumbling around the street and dying randomly um, with his semen in it. So he was caught and um, the government that, that were hiring him to assassinate her denied all knowledge of his existence. And that was the end of his assassination career. Career as an assassin. Drew or false, Seb? When you, when you talk about these, like, really, um, like, where you've stripped all the details out so that, you know, it's not so obvious, you do just sound like a normal conspiracy theorist. He's like, so there's this guy, right, um, like, from a country, and then there's this woman, right, and then he, like, poisons her with his jizz, and, like, the government... They deny everything, the government, obviously. Yeah, they, like, deny everything, but if you look it up online, I swear it's true. <laughs> I'm going to say, thy talketh too muchth. I think you put too much detail in. And I'm going to say that you overdid it. And that... I just... I, the way it lost me was the bit where he was like, oh, I, I accidentally... I forgot I'd already <laughs> killed a woman. <laughs> I killed a woman, and then I fell in love with her, and forgot I'd killed her, so I fucked her. And then she died on my cock. I think that's the sort of thing that Michael Davey thinks is very funny, and I think that's false. He definitely was giggling while you were writing that. That is false. <laughs> You're yeah. correct. I, did, I, I had the uh, exact same thought as well. I thought that was a good one. I was like, Michael would think this was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was quite a funny one. Yeah, that was false. So, Seb, you got in that round what you on, minus five. Vinny, you're on 25. Yeah. Seb, you got in that round 25 points. So you're on 20. So you're five points behind Vinny still. So. So if we both get this one wrong, then I just win. (laughs) So, Vinny. (laughs) That doesn't answer. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy points. (laughs) It's crazy points, Vinny. Yes. Here you go. This is fucking shit, mate. Here's your last. Your last one. Mm-hmm. So that was this fella, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like someone at the pub just feel like, right, there's this fella, yeah? <laughs> right. And he got his head stuck in a bowl bank. He was shagging her, yeah? And he forgot he already poisoned her. Oh! There was, this, there was this fella, right? And he died. And everyone was like, he just died, like, just for no reason, basically. <laughs> <laughs> everyone was like, he just died, like, for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I just, when he said this, I imagine like the, I imagine the doctor talking like that, like <laughs> the surgeons. He's like he died for, he just died for like no reason. He's exactly he just died. And um, so he died. Right, everyone was just like, yeah, he just died in his sleep and that. But actually, upon further investigation, they reckon that he was actually assassinated. By they inserted like a hot stick up his asshole <laughs> and it burnt all his insides, but like they didn't tell for ages, yeah, because obviously it was up his butt and like it could like take the the stick and that, 
So, like, it just burnt him from, like, the inside out. But there was no evidence for ages. And then that's why it took him ages to be like, oh, yeah, he was actually assassinated. He didn't just, like, die for no reason and that. So it was and then one doctor, one doctor, one doctor was like having a cheeky fiddle, and he was like, "This doesn't feel right." So telling me they did an autopsy, and they didn't realize the fucking the burn wounds around his ass. True or false? I'm just gonna say false because again, that sounds like the sort of thing you'd find really funny to write down. Right, this was actually true. <laughs> what? No, it's not. Well. No, Here's the thing. As, as I've read further down the article, I've realised technically it's not true, but technically it is sort of true. So, so how many points does Vinny get for that? A million? A million over eight. So you gave Vin- <laughs> you gave Vinny a question that he literally couldn't get wrong. Now, if he said if he said true, I would have given him the points, but he said false. But you said it so wasn't he true. Get the points. Well, it's not true. It's a true story, but it didn't actually happen. It's on a this on a BBC article, right? So listen, listen, right, listen. We'll do the points in a minute, right? So it's a true story. <laughs> it, didn't it didn't actually happen. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about, man? That's a new low for this series. <laughs> this, this, this is absolute dribble, no, this not. middle bit. No, this is not. the worst middle bit we've ever done uh, by such a long King way. King Edward the second, right? He was forced to abdicate the throne in favour of his son, King Edward III. And he was then locked up in Berkeley Castle where he died later that year. So everyone thought, oh, Giza just died, no reason. But there was a story that was circulating around everywhere that he had a red-hot poker inserted into his anus, fatally burning his internal organs, but conveniently leaving no mark. That's where I stopped reading. I thought, that'll do. That's good enough. (laughs) That's how that's how Michael reads the news. That'll do. <laughs> Turns First out that the story was dismissed done. by medieval propaganda over a number of years, but it's not really definitely confirmed or not. So it so. didn't happen. So I'm correct. No, because I thought it was no, true. So you're bollocks, wrong. So bollocks. No, you get <laughs> right. Bollocks. You were on twenty five points. You get. Minus one. 24 is your final score. Seb's on 20. For fuck's sake! If I get this right, am I getting four points? Well, let's find out. So, Seb, here you go. Last one. So, someone was assassinated by a doctor. It was a very long assassination. The doctor made this chick fall in love with him, got her pregnant, and then, because he was a doctor, what he could do sneakily was, during the childbirth, he managed to create some complications that killed the mother in childbirth. Nobody suspects a thing. Target's taken out. Happy days. True or false? Is this an assassination or is it just a murder? Like, was she someone significant? Yeah, they're all assassinations. And he was also a doctor. Yeah, you've got to be pretty clever to so be an assassin. So they got a doctor who's an assassination. Well, so they, they say like... he's a doctor. He might not, you know, he might have been a bit of a bodge job doctor, but that's what happened. Sorry, can you run me through yeah, it again? Unless you really loved killing people, like, why would you go through all of those years of, like, med school and be so qualified to be a doctor and get a lot of money just so that you could be like, it's not really enough, I'm going to also do assassinations for hire on the side. Like, unless you loved killing people, unless that was your and passion. Also, I'm going to marry, didn't you say it was his wife? They no, married. not his wife, he just got her, he got her pregnant. And then, like, nine months later when she's having the baby, she's like, 
well, you got to come along to the thing. And he's like, okay, fine. Well, I'm a doctor as well, so... He just snaps you know, her neck. I'll help, you. I'll help you out. And while she's giving birth, he can create some complications, you know, like pumping some extra juice or... Shoot, I don't know what he with does. He's a doctor. I don't know about <laughs> the doctor stuff. Do you know what I mean? That classic medical procedure of pumping some extra juice. Yes. <laughs> There's not enough juice in this woman. No wonder she hasn't given no, birth Give yet. me some more juice. <laughs> No, this is juice levels are dangerously low. He did some doctor shit and she died, and everyone was like, "Yo, she just died of complications." Simple as. He get he's happy days, juice. gets his big fat paycheck. Nobody knows she's been assassinated. The best assassins don't get caught, do they? So you're saying this man never got caught? No, she was assassinated. So how do you know? What do you mean, no? But assassins often get caught. Lee Harvey Oswald was caught. Nah, none of these ones have been caught. Like the Bear Man, the Umbrella Man, none of them get caught. Apart from the one who had sex with that woman. (laughs) He did get caught. That's why I put he got caught in there. Seb, anyway, you got to give me an answer, mate. So the last one was false, but you thought it was true. (laughs) No, the last one was true. The correct answer was true. It's a true story. No. It was false, you just thought it was true. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't lie again. In the medieval times, they said it was true. Just to really finish off the absolute dross that has been this middle bit, I'm going to say that it's 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 true, but you think it's false. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's true. I think it's true, but I think you think it's false. No, you have to give a definitive answer, Sammy. That is my definitive answer. I think it happened, but I think you think it didn't happen. Well, I made it up, so it didn't happen. So you. So yeah, you do think it didn't happen. Minus a million. It definitely did happen somewhere. Right, at the end of the round, we have Vinny's on 24 points. Seb, after your botched attempt at out-logicking the game, you get minus 100. So you are on minus 120. Vinny wins. Crazy points this week. No, I think I the game's been a success. 20. Yeah, that's not how maths works. Right, minus 80. <laughs> minus 60. Nope. Minus whatever. It doesn't matter. You got it right the second time. <laughs> right, anyway, Vinny. Right, okay. Over to you. Absolute shit. I won the middle game. Was... Just watch me win the overall <laughs> the overall episode as well. Just watch me. Oh, goddamn. And now we have to listen to Michael give an honest reason why he believes one of us after he just believed that absolute shit. Even if he picks me, I don't trust his answer. <laughs> I don't trust Michael's judgment. <laughs> For as long as humans have had social hierarchies, there have been political assassinations. There's honestly been far too many to count in written history. Most have been just to gain power or wealth, and others supposedly been for the favour of the people, such as killing a tyrannical leader. But there have been a few in the past hundred years or so where someone was murdered because some people just didn't like the beliefs that they had and didn't like the culture they tried to spread. Martin Luther King does spring to mind when thinking of one of these tragic murders. But what about an assassination which sparked a war that completely changed the trajectory of the world forever? Hello. You can't do JFK as well. 1963, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Two bullets go always in by as fast as bullets. <laughs> Hang on, is this, have you actually done the Great same joke. one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Got <he. laughs> Got <laughs> so take yourself back 
to the early 1900s. You guys remember, right? The world was ablaze with shiny new modern technologies such as telephones, woo, the telegraph. Ooh. Whoa, wow. Oh, what's that? People who could afford cars would drive to work instead of taking a horse-drawn carriage, and cable lines had been stretched across the Atlantic Ocean, making the usual weeks-delayed communication between Europe and North America now only hours delayed, which is fucking gargantuan, by the way. Mm. Another thing is Europe is chock-full of empires at this point. There's the British Empire, the French Empire, the Russian Empire, and even the newly formed German Empire, which at this point is only about 40 years old. It's an age of empires. It's an age of empires. Sponsor us, please, Microsoft. So all of these empires were constantly at each other's throats, flexing and trying to one-up each other with bigger and better militaries and weapons. With all this thirst for power and new technology, the big European states were itching for a war. And so agreements were being made all over the continent. France and Russia were terrified of this newly formed Germany. So they made a pact saying if Germany were to strike either of their nations, they would join their forces against her. Germany, knowing of this alliance, decided to make their own alliance with Austria-Hungary as they had growing tensions with Russia and they would be up to scrap if the Russians threw down. Britain in all of this, wanted to maintain a balance of power in Europe. And they were also pretty scared of this newly formed German Empire, so they made an alliance with both France and Russia too. Now, everyone in Europe is squaring up to each other. The explosives have been armed. All that was needed was for someone to make the first move and set those explosives alight. The words spoken in every nightclub I've ever been to, give me a reason seem to ring true about the tensions in Europe at the moment. Or the infamous quote, let me bang, bro. Yeah, let me bang, bro. Just let me bang. Let me bang, bro. (laughs) And around this time, the Ottoman Empire was named the sick man of Europe. And this was due to a series of horrendous leaders who couldn't stop their Balkan states from fighting back against them and taking back independence so a lot of these balkan states are brand new and they've gained independence countries like macedonia albania uh, maybe croatia bulgaria and due to all these tensions in the balkans this area of europe became known as the powder keg of europe and ex-chancellor of germany otto von bismarck famously said all the way back in the 1880s that there will be a big war in europe soon and quote It'll be some damn fool in the Balkans that sets it off, end quote. And that's exactly what happened. It's 1914. Bosnia is a newly annexed state that belongs to the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Problem is, 40% of the population are Serbs, and they do not like the Austro-Hungarians one bit. Franz Ferdinand, Archduke of Austria-Hungary, and next in line to take the throne is touring around the new out, newly annexed state in a show of good faith to their people. Unlike others in his family, Franz is actually a lot more sympathetic to the Serbian people and would much rather just leave their nations independent and just not worry with any civil wars or tensions being risen. With him, he's joined by his wife, Sophie, Countess of Chotek. Because of Sophie being a much lower-ranked person in society, they were never allowed to be seen together in public, and Franz 
Ferdinand even signed away his children being able to take the throne after he died with the act of marrying Sophie. But he didn't care. He was in love. Isn't Franz Ferdinand a band? Yeah, they did Take Me Out. Yeah. Darts of Pleasure. Take Me Out. Take me out. Da, 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 da. Don't move. Time is slow. So... Franz Ferdinand and his wife, Sophie, they're in love, and this tour is almost like a holiday for the pair, because they're outside of Austria-Hungary. This means they could be seen in public together, a nice getaway for the two where the two had the freedom to show their love, to be shown as equals in the public's eyes. But the Black Hand, a hidden Serbian military society, had other plans. Yes, I know it's a Lord of the Rings thing. When I typed in Black Hand, it came up with Black Hand of Sauron. And I was like, oh god, I know Mork's gonna have a fucking field day with that. The Black Hand of Sauron? <laughs> yeah, isn't that a thing? I don't recognise it. There's the White Hand of Saruman. I don't really know the Black Hand of Sauron, but anyway. Oh, okay. Maybe they're literally talking about Sauron's hand. He's got four fingers. Yeah, four fingers on the Black Hand of Sauron is what Bond says to throw it in the sand. Cool. Moving on. But yeah, the real Black Hand, a hidden Serbian military society, had other plans. They hated their Austro-Hungarian oppressors, and when newspapers printed that members of their royal family would be making a visit to the country in June, and even worse, the 28th of June, which was a special day for the Serbs as it marked the anniversary of their historic victory in the Battle of Kosovo, they knew they had to act. They armed a small terrorist group by the name of the Young Bosnians, so on that day, 28th of June. Six assassins lay waiting for the Archduke and his wife to pass by in their car during the parade. 10 past 10am, one of the young Bosnians threw a bomb at Franz Ferdinand's car, but the bomb bounced off the car and ended up taking out the police car behind them and injuring 16 to 20 people in the process. Fucking hell, this has got Rasputin written all over it. (laughs) (laughs) Franz just couldn't fucking die. Mate, he was (laughs) unkillable. No, he wasn't. He was fucking dead. (laughs) He was. Everyone's unkillable until they die. Yeah, well, Ronnie Pickering is not dead, is he? So what what do assassins do when they butcher an assassination job? Try again. They tried to kill themselves, that's right. What? So this assassin <laughs> swallowed his cyanide pill really quickly and then jumped into the river. But the suicide attempt failed because the pill was out of date and just caused him to vomit a bunch. Uh. Plus the river was only 13 centimetres deep. <laughs> so the police dragged him out, beat him up and arrested him so he jumped into a <laughs> I love puddle. the idea that he's like oh my my cyanide pill's out of date yeah it's just throwing up it doesn't kill you when it's out of date it just makes you throw up apparently but where do you get a cyanide what's the date on it anyway yeah. like best before I don't fucking know what where are people buying <laughs> yeah, these yeah, you... like how go down the reduce section in Lidl right now they got fucking loads of them they all go out tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were shopping at Aldi you know Aldi <laughs> You know, shit goes out of date quickly in Aldi. Fucking classic <laughs> Weatherspoon cyanide is on the term, <laughs> The injured were rushed to a nearby hospital, and rather than fleeing the city, Franz Ferdinand and his wife decided to carry on with the parade and made their way to the town hall in time for the mayor's speech. Meanwhile, the other assassins mostly lost their nerve and dispersed away, feeling dejected. After the mayor's speech, the Archduke thought it would be best to make their way to the hospital and visit those who were injured during the bombing, as an act of goodwill. However, on the way, the cars accidentally turned onto a side street. Realising their mistake, they began to reverse, 
but the driver of, Archduke, of the Archduke's car stalled directly in front of a young Bosnian member by the name of Princip. Princip, seeing the stroke of bad luck from the driver, decided that this was his best time to make the move. He stepped onto the footboard of the stalled car and fired two shots into the couple. The first went through the Archduke's jugular vein and the second into Sophie's abdomen. Princip tried to take his own life with the pistol, but was then wrestled to the ground and arrested before he could make the shot. Franz Ferdinand and his wife, Sophie, died shortly after, with Franz's final words being, Sophie, don't die. Live for our children. Ooh. That's pretty, That's pretty chilling, but yeah. who heard them words if he died? Well, someone else who was there. It was a parade going on around them. <laughs> oh, right. I thought you meant they just, <laughs> The like... driver was there. The oh, yeah. fucking guy who shot them was there. True. I thought they just, like, died right there and, they, like, the police had taken the guy off and they were just in the car. <laughs> just alone. Everyone just left. Well, I've not been very well this morning. My brain ain't working, okay? <laughs> was, that your, was that your version of, like, a tree falls in the forest yeah. and nobody hears it? I reckon it was, yeah. I just didn't really think about it. I was, like, thinking, if he's already dead or something, who's heard that? But I was just being a fucking idiot, right? Ignore me, okay? One of the biggest tragedies from this double homicide was that the current Austro-Hungarian king, who was very cruel to the Serbs, would actually die of illness just two years after Franz Ferdinand's death. So if they had just waited a couple more years, Franz Ferdinand who was a lot more sympathetic to the Serbians and just wanted them to just have their own independence and basically just nothing to do with them, mm. would have taken the throne and they would have gotten what they wanted. So in the end, they kind of shot themselves in the foot here by killing Franz Ferdinand. And in the wake of this assassination, Austria-Hungary blamed the Serbian government for putting this plan into action, which they might have. Nobody really knows. They could have. Maybe. Probably. Cue the conspiracy. Yeah, it's kind of a conspiracy thing. Knowing the Serbians would much more likely settle for peace, the Austro-Hungarians gave them a list of demands which were extremely unfair to the Serbs. The Serbian government actually ended up agreeing on all the demands, all these really unfair ones, barring the last one, which was, I think, basically just, we give you our country. And they kind of went half on it saying, we'll give you some of the country, like some of the land. But that wasn't enough because Austria-Hungary was like, nope, you didn't say yes to every single one of them 100%. This means we're allowed to declare war on you. So that, that's what they do. They declare war on Serbia and that leads Germany to declare war on Serbia as well. But because Serbia was actually friends of Russia, Russia declares war on Germany and Austria-Hungary. Then France is then declaring war on Germany and Austria-Hungary. And then I think a few months later, Britain declare war on Germany when they break uh, Belgian neutrality and march on Paris, or France, rather. And this is basically just World War One now. We've, we've gone to really? World War One. Fucking hell. Yeah. How did I not know any of this stuff? You stupid! I'm surprised you didn't know this stuff. I knew... I, I remember World War One a little bit in school. Like I remember there was some kind of assassination, but I didn't know it was like fucking Serbia or his name was Franz Ferdinand or anything like that. I remember that the causes for World War One. Probably just was taught shit. They kept talking about like a million different causes, but it sounds like really 
this was like yeah the tinder box like you said yeah there were a lot of things that were set up and this was just was the tinder box that set everything alight basically yeah, yeah they were kind of just waiting for it weren't they they were desperate for it to kick off they just needed a reason really yeah and that was the reason yeah crazy but yeah the first world war was obviously a huge turning point in history it was the first big war to just not be seen as glorious trench warfare was bleak and fucking miserable the constant artillery shelling gave soldiers ptsd the first time this condition had ever been seen on such a mass scale and this led to the deaths of a lot of them because they were seen as cowards because they didn't know what mental unwell was like illness like was. shell shock and stuff you see those videos of shell shock is what ptsd is yeah savage <clears throat> this was the war that made the masses despise the whole colonialism movement that the European empires were just obsessed with. Russia even made its people despise its government so much because of this war that communism ended up taking over the country and, well, they've never quite been the same since. This was the war to end all wars. Until the war ended and then the Treaty of Versailles basically absolutely fucked Germany both in military and economic sanctions and made them admit that they were the sole reason the war happened, which isn't really true. Everyone was to blame, not just Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 20 years later, that caused World War Two, which was the other biggest moment in the 20th century. Is that you? Are you done, Vinny? Just going to say my last thing of uh, that's why I think it's the GOAT political assassination. It sparked perhaps the biggest moment in world history at that point which then sparked the other biggest moment in world history, and therefore its impact on our modern world was the greatest of any of the assassinations of previous or later years. But yeah, that's my, that's my point. Damn. Get on. Fuck you guys. This is well difficult, man. I have to decide between JFK, which is like mega, and Franz Ferdinand, which is like mega, because like World War One and shit. I think a big reason for JFK's assassination being so big is the why. Because we, we never found out why. For example, with this one, with Franz Ferdinand, everyone knew it was just because it was, national, it was nationalists, like, through and through. Mm. Like, there's no, there's no, like, room for wiggle. I think the JFK one is just as, like, it's such a, a moment in time, and it represents such, like, a piece of history that I think we all, like, we all kind of constantly think about avoiding but all also kind of look back on with rose tinted glasses it's in that like glorious americana where they're all pulling together and trying to go to the moon and all that shit and like his death kind of really fueled a big part of that like again sorry another big part of mine they probably wouldn't have gone to the moon if he hadn't been shot because he was like we should go to the moon and everyone was like yeah fucking good luck with that and then he died and everyone was like oh fuck's sake no we actually have to go to the moon Oh, Christ. <laughs> Why do we say that? Because if he's just some fucker who was president said we should go to the moon and it didn't happen, that's just on him, isn't it? Whereas, like, now he's dead. It's like, oh, shit. No, I don't know, because wasn't the space race already happening at that point? And the, they were just... Them and the Soviets were still battling it out, and it was, wasn't it always going to reach that ultimatum? But you've got to remember, they didn't make it. So he said he wanted to put on a, a man on the moon before 1970. They didn't get there until 1969. So that's six years after he died. Well, no, that's because they didn't actually go to the moon. 
they were just waiting for what's his name, the guy who did Stanley 2001. Kubrick. They were just waiting for Stanley Kubrick to finish fucking film school. Because it's a bit of a coincidence, 1970, 1969, they were literally like, fuck guys, we're not going to make it before 1970. Look, we've got to like keep the honour of, you know, fucking matey boy, you just croaked it. 1969, they were like, look, shit's hit the fan, we've got to, we got to go today. Oh, but boss, we can't, we ain't got no rockets and that. Fuck it, get Stanley Kubrick in, film it up. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. If I pick Sebs as a winner, Vinny's going to be raging. If I pick Vinny's as a winner, Sebs is going to be raging. <laughs> because they're both really good. Like, one sparked all this civil rights stuff. One literally started fucking World War One, Which crumbled the empire's... Which, like, 50 million people died in World War One just because one bloke got killed, basically. And that subsequently led to World War Two, which subsequently led to the invention of the atomic bomb, which subsequently led to the Cold War. And World War One was the reason the Cold War happened as well, because of the communists. <sighs> Sorry. Right, <laughs> fuck it, you two decide who's the winner. <laughs> I, I'm going to go on a limb here and say me, I win. <laughs> which is a weird one yeah i'm I'm really backing myself today yeah that's weird (laughs) why don't we do crazy points for this (laughs) no we're not doing crazy points just fucking pick one oh my god right they're both true stories that really happened yeah they're both right they're both true they're both really happened listen you can't really decide i'm just going to decide based on just like what what was bigger that happened? What was actually... I don't even know where I'm going with this. Like, I literally can't decide. Also, by saying that, you did literally fall into the trap that I joked about you falling about, which is, what's more important, civil rights or people dying? Like, don't put it on that. No, <laughs> no, that's no. that's just going to make you sound like a twat. <laughs> like, don't, don't fall into that one. Nah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, the GOAT political assassination is the assassination of... It's me. Franz Ferdinand. Oh, you bastard. I'm I sorry, Seb. I said that. No, because, listen, it's honestly, no word of a lie, that was, like, fucking so hard to pick. They were both so good. I could have picked either and justified it and been satisfied. But I just think, like, there's two reasons why probably Franz Ferdinand. One, because... Like you said, the why. Like, why did Lee Harvey Oswald kill him? It might not have even been that complicated. Like, that politically charged. He literally could have just been, like, a nutter and thought, who's the big... Like, he could have planned to kill Frank Sinatra, but then thought, oh, you know what, actually, no. What will get me more clout is killing JFK, and it had nothing to do with anything, and he just did it on a whim. Whereas with the Franz Ferdinand thing, that was, like, proper... Yeah, they wanted him dead because of the oppression and nationalism and everything else. And the knock-on effect that that happened, I think World War One changed. World War One happening changed the world more than probably JFK's assassination. I reckon. Also, you could say if we go with the idea of the policy, of the uh, the evidence that is in front of us and the currently upheld theory that Leo Harvey Oswald shot him and he was just a nutter with a gun, you could say that the assassination of John F. Kennedy was a politician who was assassinated. But it wasn't necessarily a political assassination. That's what I mean, yeah. It wasn't yeah. politically motivated. 
Whereas the assassination of Franz Ferdinand was objectively politically but, motivated. But, but what if That's what if what he I murdered mean. what if Leo Harvey Oswald murdered JFK for his political like standings? What if he didn't Views. like him? Well, being yeah, so exactly. Liberal? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true as well. That's what I always kind of assumed it was that what it was. Well, yeah. they never got to chat to him. That's the trouble because mm. he got fucking killed by a nightclub owner. Yeah, Jack Ruby was it? Uh, yeah, I think you might be right. Did he just kill him because he was like? Ah, oh, you're such a cunt. I fucking hate you. I'm yeah. going to kill you. Yeah, pretty much. For yeah. killing JFK, yeah. Yeah, that is really unfortunate. You know, yeah, we can say if Harvey Oswald killed him for this reason or that reason or whatever, we're never going to know. But yeah, I think that is something that holds a bit of weight in the argument is that the killing of Franz Ferdinand was fully politically charged. And like, yeah, it was literally just everyone wanted to go to war, but we needed an excuse. All the countries needed an excuse. Well, is a prime opportunity. This Archduke fellow's literally just turned around the corner and stalled his car. I'm going to sh- blow him in, you know, blow his brains out. 50 million people die in World War One or whatever the number was. Whereas JFK, it might have been that he was just a nut and was like, who's the biggest person I can kill for the most clout? JFK gets it. But to be fair, even if that was the case, the implications afterwards, good or bad, were massive so yeah it was a really fucking difficult one both of you came with your absolute a game tonight so seb you get a big performance bonus you get you get plus 80 points crazy point style so you actually finish the game with the grand total of zero zero points Good job. Great job. Phenomenal. <laughs> so I'm just a zero. <laughs> what I've always been. Just a fucking nobody. Mate, zero's the best number mate, ever. Add a one to the start of that. You're a one zero, mate. Yeah, you're I'm a, a number ten. ten, Seb. You're a ten. I'm a ten. I'm a deep lying ten. Deep lying. Deep lying in your mum. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but that's it. That is the end of episode thirty, Goat Political Assassination. We've had a great, I think this has been a great episode. We've had a lot of good stories. We'd have a lot of true stories that never really happened. And a good a lot of true stories that did happen. And a lot of true stories that did happen. And a lot of stories that didn't happen, that didn't happen. So, in the end, we've, we've come off well. But if you enjoyed this episode and all this absolute bollocks, <laughs> mixed in with a little bit of seriousness, then subscribe to the podcast follow us on instagram get at the patreon because there's loads of exclusive content dropping in there now you can listen to the full episode watch it um we're also releasing a special patron only little episode q a spectacular that we're filming next week so that's going to go in there and also yeah give us i know seb mentioned this a couple of weeks ago but please if you're listening to this on apple podcasts just put a cheeky little five star review on there just put like cheeky little five star cheeky little thumbs up that would really, really help us out. It'll take like two seconds. That would be great, mate. That would be so sick. But other than that, I don't think there's anything else left to say. So that's it. Love you, bye. Banging, mate. Love you so much. See you both soon. Bye. Goodbye. Love you. Oh,
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.